Welcome to Morning Fog. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I am absolutely stellar. It's a beautiful day, a little crisp. The colors in the trees are absolutely stunning, and the sky is crystal blue, so it's a wonderful day. Yes, it is. It's your weather, for sure. So listen to this. I was uh, reading an article before we got on in uh, Motherly that uh, this buzzword that's been going around that I thought was just sort of linked to just one group of people, or more than one, is now linked to so many groups of people, and it's called burnout. And the article was on the state of burnout in motherhood, and it was a survey. 93% of mothers are feeling the effects of burnout. You know, Liz, it, it's, it's not surprising at all that that is the, uh, the number. Um, the work that mothers do in the home never diminishes even when they have a job outside the home. And burnout has become a real problem in, in modern society. As a physician, I suffered significant burnout. And my colleagues, 50% of a good number of specialties have burnout and are now even developing PTSD because of what happened in the pandemic. Nurses the same way our law enforcement officers, lawyers, owners, you can go down the list and everyone has, has burnout, even clergy. The but, interesting thing though, for me, is that these are mothers. Mothers have the most important job raising kids. So you're 93% are feeling the effects of burnout and they still have to do their job. You can't, you can't get out of being a mother. You can't quit. You know, you cannot. And it's always amazing. No matter how sick a mom is, she's the one who gets up and takes care of the, uh, the child. Mothers are. Absolutely done that. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. So, so it's really important. And I think you would be the one to do this as a doctor to explain. So these moms can recognize if they're burned out or not. What are some of the symptoms? Well, I think it's important first to, to realize that many of those women are not saying, oh, I'm burned out. Mm -hmm. They're going through an assessment, a survey of symptoms and motherly is saying, oh, they fit a criteria for burnout. The fact is that most people don't even know. And even as a physician who understood what burnout was, I couldn't see it in myself until I was very far down the road. That's the same with a lot of my physician colleagues. Those in mental health areas as well get burned out and they don't even recognize it initially. But Burnout, essentially characterized by emotional exhaustion, emotional, physical exhaustion. It, uh, it shows up not only with chronic fatigue, but with a lack of interest, some social isolation. It can, it can show up in, uh, in just this persistent, disruptive, and overwhelming feeling of being exhausted. In addition, a lot of women feel shame and guilt because they're not believing that they are able to parent the way that they either should or the way that they used to be able to. And they feel guilty for that. Yeah. One of the things that it said was that they, they yell a lot. They're, they feel they're not good enough. Um, they're having negative interactions with their kids. And, and that emotional distancing from children and just doing the bare minimum task to get by in mothering is something that when it starts to happen, it's not only, again, creating that guilt and shame feeling in the mother, but it's also 
truly devastating to the child. The child actually needs to have those maternal connections. It needs to have that, that closeness and the emotional distance is, is really hard on a child. So the article didn't talk about ways to prevent it or ways to improve it, uh, but we know because we deal a lot with a lot of people who are experiencing it. So again, let's put your doctor hat on and, and what are some things that you would suggest? I'll jump in too, obviously, but what are some things you would suggest to, to help mothers who are feeling just this low energy, just this feeling of helplessness around what they don't even realize is burnout? Well, the first thing I would say is that we have to ask those moms to not make radical and rash decisions at this time. You know, a lot of women just want to get out and they don't want to get out of necessarily being a mother. They just want to get out of that position. And when you're experiencing burnout, even after you take a little bit of a break, you can start to feel this dread of the responsibilities having to, uh, to go back into it. So what do we do? I mean, you know, we're going to be talking about this a little bit more as time goes on, because this is what we do. But one of the big things is self-care. You can't fill your child, your spouse, your partner's love tank, them, if your bucket is empty. And when you're so emotionally, physically, psychologically exhausted, when you lack concentration, when you want to isolate, you need to take care of you. Yes. I bet though, that there would be a lot of mothers who would say, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. And the answer is you act, you know, you, you actually do because self-care doesn't have to be an hour massage at a spa. Self-care doesn't have to be, you know, an hour walk in the woods. Self-care could be something that takes very little time, but if you apply it daily, it could be very impactful. Small things applied consistently over time make big impacts. And taking 10, 15 minutes, two or three times a day can be very helpful. Yes, it would be very nice if we could all jet off to Fiji and you know, rest on the, on the beach. But the fact of the matter is, is that that's not realistic. But there are things that you can, you can do. You know, uh, if you like to take a bath or you like to read a book and get off of some of the electronic reading, but go back to an old paper book and, and read the paper. The blue light and the electronics and the, and the, the, the way that it moves is not necessarily helpful to our brain. Uh, making what sure. About, what about gratitude? You know, we talk a lot about gratitude and you know me, I do my gratefuls every morning. I don't even get out of bed before I do my gratefuls. Uh, now, again, a busy mom with young kids might not have time her, her alarm might get off and she might have to just beat on the floor and go. So you might not be able to do it first thing in the morning or maybe set your alarm five minutes before you know you need to get up. And think about things you're grateful for, because inevitably there's something when you start going down that list. And, and there are studies out there that show that people who start their day with gratitude tend to be happier people. 100% uh, gratitude is so important and it is uh, very important for stress, for anxiety, for burnout. Uh, you know, it, uh, it really is something that is, uh, is, is just key. So taking a little bit of time to be grateful and you don't need to have a list of 10 or 20 things, just two or three things you can focus on for a minute. 
What are you grateful for? Go ahead and just feel your body. Take a nice deep breath and, and feel your lungs fill. Concentrate on what your feet are feeling touching. Uh, touch a part of your body, your shoulder, the side of your face. Just concentrate on what it's like to touch your own body and ground yourself. The fact is, is that there are things that can be done and can even be done on the, uh, on the run, as it were, that can kind of help to ground you and allow you to focus. The other thing would be to try, and again, we'll go into this a little bit more in one of our other conversations, but to try to just focus on being in the moment. A lot of anxiety and stress comes from the ping pong of going between regret by looking into the past, which is done, you can't do anything about it, and the anxiety of what will be by thinking about what is going to be there tomorrow or the next that. That's a lot of um, stuff that I do want to talk about in some of these things is mindfulness. And people really don't understand. A lot of people don't understand what mindfulness really is. It's not shutting down your thoughts. It's becoming aware of them. And you're right. We all have these ping pong thoughts of past to future, past to future, when in reality, all we have right now is the present. And we don't realize that that's what we have. And when you start to think about what's right here, what's right now, I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Exactly. If we were to have the opportunity to sort of let people know that if they are having this just complete exhaustion, this compassion, fatigue, lack of concentration, stress, cynicism, headaches, whatever it happens to be, that it could be a sign of burnout. They should think about it and that they should also know that they are not alone and that we need to just make sure we can let people know that there's a source of information and there's some help out there and that we're going to be doing our best to bring that to people because it's important that people understand that there's hope and there's an ability to feel very good in life again. 1000%. Great talking to you, Mark. Great talking to you. Have a great day.